Hello, welcome back to the Father Samba podcast. I am Father Samba. Here I am by myself eating pizza rolls. So usually when it's a Friday night, I try to go out, hang out with some friends. Usually I try at least once in the weekend to go see my little miss, wonderful. I'm not able to see her this weekend, which is kind of sad. Hopefully next weekend. But yeah, here I am by myself, and you know, people wonder what it means to be an adult. Some people think, oh, you get to go to all these parties and drink and do all these drugs. No, no. I mean, you can do all those things, but you don't have to go out for them. You see, being an adult means you're tired and things hurt. I mean, my knees start hurting back probably around this time two years ago, actually. Around this time two years ago. So before I started this podcast, but it was when I was starting to write material that would end up becoming this podcast, you know, if that makes any sense to you. But being an adult, you just get really tired and sometimes you just need a little bit of time where you just lie down and just relax. Because you know what? You can't always be out and about. I mean, I am not an out and about guy usually. I just have a guy where if it was a school outing, I would wear earplugs. I'm not joking. I mean, for football games, it made sense because, well, it's loud. You know, school dances, it was the same thing. It was also loud, so I just wore earplugs. I am a very earplug-dependent guy. I also need them to fall asleep. Yeah, I'm the guy where I need to have at least one fan on to block out all the noise in the world, and then after that, I need earplugs in. I f- don't know if that's counterintuitive, but I need to sleep somehow, and last night I only got about four hours of sleep. I mean, it's better than last Friday, where I got three. So I'm just trying to use melatonin less, but I'm trying to use back because I was basically dependent on melatonin for probably about, say, a good year and a half, maybe. That's probably not healthy at all. You probably get dependent on that thing. You can't fall asleep with anything else. So yeah, falling asleep on my own, I have not done that in quite a while, or at least I haven't done it and had a good full night's sleep from it ever in a long time. If that makes any sense. It probably doesn't, but I'm not the type of guy who makes sense at all. But you know what? I've got some thoughts in my head. I might as well share them. So, something you probably know about right now is burning the interwebs right now is a whole little mermaid fiasco. People are angry about who was casted for it. And you know what? Everyone is sharing their opinion on it at the moment. Are they for it? Are they against it? Well, I might as well share my opinion while it's still moderately relevant. The movie's not going to be any good. It doesn't matter if Ariel was black or white or purple or green. It doesn't matter that. You need to remember, it's a live-action remake. Those are never good. Have you seen a single Disney live-action remake that was good? Not 101 Dalmatians. 101 Dalmatians does not count because that was 20 years ago. I'm talking about the modern 2010s onwards live-action remakes. Things like Cinderella, The Jungle Book, if you can count The Lion King, Pinocchio, oh god, I saw Pinocchio, I tried watching Pinocchio a couple weeks ago. How was Pinocchio two hours long, how long, how do you stretch Pinocchio into two hours of entertainment? You can't, you just can't. And so as I watched the Pinocchio movie, I made a list of the things that they did well and the things they did not do well. Let's start with the pros, because we can start positive. I liked how when Geppetto first saw Jiminy Cricket, 
his instinct was to kill it. Because, you know, it's actually relatable. If I saw a bug with a weird southern accent, I'd try killing it too. Also, yeah, the cuckoo clocks and all that, having the homage to the old Disney movies, that's basically what they're doing. They're selling back nostalgia in your childhood. The fact that they had a Jessica Rabbit cuckoo clock, though. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. It was just drawn that way. But you know what? Also, the voice for Pinocchio was pretty good. They did a good job with picking out the voice performer, the vocal. I don't know who they pick. I'm not looking that shit up. Fuck you. Okay, yeah. The Blue Fairy can sing. She's talented. I'll give her that. Also, I love the fact that Geppetto just yeeted the cat. The cat was so not real, so it's okay to laugh at someone committing animal abuse because, again, it's not a real animal. And the number six, I thought Kane Michael Key did a pretty good job as the fox. It was around that time I kind of stopped watching the movie because the shit got boring. Now, of course, the cons. Hmm. First of all, why does Jiminy Cricket have a southern accent? He's like, hi there, I'm Jiminy Cricket. I'm going to tell y'all about Pinocchio. Why did he talk like Bruce from Family Guy? Oh, no. It made no sense. Oh, yeah, the story took place in Italy. And how come most people don't have Italian accents? It makes no sense. I'll talk about it later. Okay. The second problem I had... Geppetto's fake-ass CGI cat. Why did it look like that? What? Why? Third, why did they make the fish look like that? The, the fish had Botox. You cannot tell me that's a natural fish. No fish looks like that. That fish had work done. Facelift, Botox, looking like Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be fan art about that. Also, another thing I found really stupid was Geppetto refused to sell a clock in his clock shop. Okay, this might just be me, but I kind of think that's a little stupid. So if you're in the clock making business, why are you not selling anything? Look, I get it. You like making clocks, but you got to pay the bill somehow. You got to pay rent. Okay. Number, Number five. Pinocchio is an unholy abomination of animation. As soon as I saw the trailer for that, it's just like, what the hell is that? What? What? I mean, I get it. They're copying and pasting the model of Pinocchio, but they're making it CG. Why is it CG? It, it's an abomination. It's a sin against God and nature itself. Okay, I think they heard the criticism that they got for The Lion King of being too realistic looking, and they were like, let's take the opposite stretch. And they don't want to get confused with the Polly Shore Pinocchio. He's like, Father, when can I move out and live on my own? Okay, number six. Yeah, the blue... I'm talking about the blue fairy. I'm talking about the blue fairy. I'm sorry, but I have talked about the blue fairy because why does she have a British accent? Think about it. Think about it clearly and deeply. The story takes place in Italy. I mean, I get it. The main characters have to talk American because it's an American audience they're probably catering to. But why is she British? It makes no sense that she is British. I mean, yeah, she is talented, but why is she the one singing When You Wish Upon a Star? That is Jiminy Cricket's song, damn it. Yeah, I get it. It's been used for other purposes, too. It's like the, the beginning of the movie is like, When you wish upon a star, you will get hit by a car. When you wish upon a star, 
Yeah. Wasn't going to sing the last part. Okay. Number seven. The seagull character. Why was there a seagull character and why do they need to talk? We don't need more characters. Pinocchio had enough characters. What, do you need Pinocchio to pass the Bechdel test? Is that why you need to have more and more characters that we don't need in the movie? Okay, and moving on, I'm going to spoil a big part of the movie. So when Pinocchio's walking to school, he sees a pile of shit, and he inspects it and looks at it and sniffs it. Why? Why? There was no point for that being in the movie. There was not a single reason to have Pinocchio look at a pile of shit. If anything, he'd be looking at this movie. <laughs> And they talk about how Keegan-Michael Key was with the fox. And it's like, Pinocchio, you could become an actor, a celebrity, an influencer. No. Bad movie. Bad movie. No, you do not talk about this. It's, the story was written in the 1800s. They didn't have influencers back then. They didn't have influencers the way we see influencers today. It's just, no. Stop that with the, stop with the jokes. Marvel's already horrible because they have to go, uh, that was not how I expected it. Every time the heroes do anything, cut that out. Not every movie has to be Guardians of the Friggin' Galaxy or Deadpool. Oh, yeah, and then the fox saying, oh, what type of pine are you? Are you Chris Pine? <laughs> it's funny because Chris Pine's an actor. Look, come on, movie. No, you're not DreamWorks, Disney. DreamWorks is supposed to rip off you. You're not supposed to rip off DreamWorks. Know your fucking place, trash. Yeah, I don't remember the exact time that I stopped watching the movie. It was not good. I decided to switch over to something a little more influential. Fritz the Cat. Fritz the Cat's a weird movie, but you know what? It is not long. I appreciate that about a movie. If it's not too long, even if it's weird, if it's the right amount of time, I'm okay with it. These remakes are not good. Stop pretending that it's going to be good. It's not going to be good. It's going to be awful because they're going to have stupid-ass jokes. and be like, yeah, Ariel, I smoked the seaweed. They're going to say shit like that. I guarantee they're going to. The movie's going to be PG because they're going to make some stupid joke. Or it's going to be like, oh, you got two legs. Did they go all the way up? It's going to be. They're going to do some stupid-ass joke like that. Just get a PG rating when the movie could easily stay G. As, why do movies have to do that? They have to add the inappropriate humor they claims for the adults. There's no reason for it. Like, have you seen the live-action Grinch movie? Yeah, your nightmares tell you you have. Yeah. You see how the world's all dirty in Whoville, and everyone was just super materialistic and awful? Yeah, and then the Grinch, he goes down that chute, and then he lands in a pair of breasts. You know, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that the live-action Grinch movie could have been better if they made it rated R. I mean, they think about it, they already had inappropriate humor. The world is all gritty and gross. Just have the Grinch eat someone. Have the Grinch eat at least one of those motherfucking who's, and there you go, you got yourself a movie. Yeah, I keep circling around because I don't really want to talk about Little Mermaid, but I know I probably should because, you know, maybe I can get 10 views out of this. Who knows? But anyway, yeah, I digress. So it's not going to be good. There's going to be stupid dialogue. Also, I heard a rumor that allegedly Terry Crews is trying to get into the movie. He wanted to play King Triton, and you know what? I think it would have saved the movie. I mean, these Izzy remakes, they are not good, but if they have one famous person in it, it'll help me stay motivated to finish the whole thing. Like the Dumbo remake that Tim Burton did, 
It was a combination of two horrible ideas for remakes. One, Tim Burton, and two, Disney Live Action. The movie was not very good, but you know what? It had two stars in it. It had Danny Vito and Michael Keaton. How often do you see those people in movies together? You don't. So you know what? I'll give them that. You had two nice stars, and they helped me get through the movie. And you know what? Me finishing a movie, even if it's bad, is still better than me not finishing a movie. That's terrible. So, ergo, Dumbo is better than Pinocchio in terms of live-action movies. So yeah, Terry Crews, I was thinking he would be the one who would save the movie. And then they casted some dude, I think his name's Javier or something. No, you're not my Triton. Triton's supposed to be some big, muscular dude. You know, I don't want this wimpy soy boy Triton. I want toxic masculinity to King Triton, goddammit. Because that's what it is. Plus, I feel like Terry Crews would have had a really nice spin on the character. He goes into that little cave that Ariel has, all that human shit, and he's just like, Ariel, why do you get all this human shit? That's 20 seashells worth of human shit. And then she'd be like, but daddy, I didn't buy it, I took it. Oh, no kid of mine's gonna be a thief. And then when he's tritoning it up, he's like, it's triton time, and starts destroying everything. She's gonna be like, Daddy, no! He's gonna be like, Daddy, yes! And you know what? Then everyone blows up. It would be, that would be the perfect ending for the movie right then and there, but they made a mistake, and that was the real casting controversy of Little Mermaid. They did not cast my boy Terry Crews in it. Dude would have rocked it, and you know what? I would see it. I'm not gonna watch this Little Mermaid movie. I count that I'm a grown-ass man who has no children, so there's no reason for me to see it anyway. You know, I've got a name for this episode. How many tangents can Sam get on before he actually talks about the fucking controversy? Okay, fine, I'll talk about it. Fine. I'm a bit scatterbrained, and I'm eating, but... Okay. Yeah, Disney knew this was going to be controversial. I mean, they already knew that there would be some controversy when they casted Zendaya as Mary Jane. That's another instance of a redhead being casted as someone who... It wasn't a redhead. But yeah, Mary Jane, when I think of Mary Jane, I was thinking of Kirsten Dunst, which, yeah, she's a blonde, but she dyed her hair for the movie. And then people were giving Zendaya shit about it because she's not a redhead. So I think in the second Spider-Man movie, she dyed her hair red and is like, fuck you guys. And you know what? I'll give her that. I haven't watched the Spider-Man movies, the new ones, so I don't really have an opinion of Mary Jane. But I mean, I've seen the memes of Ned, and I like Ned. I don't remember Ned. I never looked at the comics of Spider-Man, so I have no base of what Ned was supposed to be. But when I think of Ned, I think of that guy, the big dude. But yeah, so casting Mary Jane, people know who Mary Jane was. They remember how she looked in the comics and then how she looked in the Sam Raimi movies. Gwen Stacy was in the Andrew Garfield ones, if you wanted to differentiate. But I digress. So they knew it was going to be controversy when they cast her, and they did that on purpose. I've heard glimpses of the actress Halle Bailey singing Part of Your World. I'll say this much. She is talented. I'll give her that. And please do not harass her for this. Disney was the one who casted her. This is not her fault. And then if she doesn't perform to your expectations, I'm sure it's the director's fault too. Or, you know, as extension, just keep blaming Disney for all the shortcomings of this movie. I'm not going to blame her. It's not her fault, because if she did not get cast, there would be another person people would bitch about that person instead. doesn't matter who it is, no one is going to be happy with the choice they picked. The controversy was big in 2019, and then people forgot about it because the world ended for a couple of years, and now we're kind of getting back, and then the quote-unquote controversy came back. 
It's like mononucleosis. It never really goes away. But yeah, I heard about the teaser trailer coming out. And then on Facebook, the people's social media, I saw all these posts allegedly about how there are all these middle-aged white guys who are so angry about the Little Mermaid movie. There's so many middle-aged white guys and so many 40-year-old white dudes named Kyle who are angry about this. I'm thinking, okay, I know a couple of people on social media who are conservative. Let's see what they have to think about it. You know what I saw? I didn't see a single thing about the Little Mermaid movie. Didn't see a single thing about it. It's not like I'm cherry-picking. I was looking around. I did not see as much controversy as there allegedly was. I mean, yeah, there's that one Facebook group. You know, there are a lot of Facebook groups, so just calm down. I haven't seen any viral posts that had a negative view about the cast of Halle Bailey as Ariel. I just did not see it. Granted, I'm just looking at surface level, so I'm not denying that there were people who were angry about this. I'm not talking about that per se. I'm talking about is I've seen so many people who are just posting the same thing. It's like, oh my god, these people are so offended by the color of a fucking mermaid. You know, they're always talking about, they're complaining about these people complaining about. I just have not seen it. Also, I haven't heard a lot of people talking about the actress Halle Bailey's talent. She's an up-and-comer, so she hasn't been in a lot of stuff. She was in a couple TV shows, a couple of other things here and there. I haven't heard a lot of people talk about her actual talent. She has talent. Talk about that. That is the thing. If you're going to win people over, talk about how she's still talented and it doesn't matter what she is racially. You just focus on the content of her character and her talent instead of her race. Instead, people are talking about the color of her skin because I guess it's still the 1960s. It's just like, come on. I've seen this on both sides. People are just talking about her race. They're not talking about her talent or merits as an actress. Nick Fury being played by Samuel Jackson. How much controversy do you see about that? Not a lot. But you know what? Because it was Samuel L. Jackson, no one cared because that dude is cool. And then if you made it through all of Captain Marvel, you heard him say the words he's famous for saying. But you know what? And then they try to compare it to other instances where it was a character of color that got cast as a white person. You know what? I'm going to... Give me a quick second. I'm going to pull up. I'm going to show you my reaction to it. Hold on. Okay, pull it up. Sorry about that, it took a little bit of a second. Okay, so it shows Tonto, who's a Native American character from Lone Ranger, shows Johnny Depp playing it. Okay, there was controversy about that when it came out. You just, you either forgot about it or you have a worldview that's rose-tinted. Because there was controversy about it, actually. People were angry about it. For one, because Native American was being played by a white person, and second, it was Johnny Depp. Yeah, that movie bombed, and for good reason. It was not praised. People hated that movie, and stop acting like that should prove otherwise. So, also, I'm pretty sure that movie is kind of what brought down Giant Up's career for a while. This is before Amber Heard. This is before all that. He kind of had a little bit of comeback. He'd been cast as Grindelwald for the Harry Potter movie. And then Amber Heard came out and ruined it. Lying person. Okay, and um. Next, I believe that's Ra's al Ghul from Batman Begins. Yeah. And then if you see, it's Liam Neeson. Yeah, okay. He's clearly... This is not the best example for whitewashing a Middle Eastern person. If you want to do that, you can talk about Prince of Persia. Which, yeah, that was bad casting. I will admit that there was some controversy about casting that one guy for Prince of Persia anyway. But that would have been a better example than using Liam Neeson as... Ra's al Ghul. 
because honestly, comic book movies were not that big at the time, and Liam Neeson was this big star. Okay, is that next one Tibetan? So this is the character from Doctor Strange. Okay, Disney. <laughs> so let me explain this for you real quick. They wanted to have the character be Tibetan. They wanted to do that. However, the problem was not the studio. The problem was China. You see, a lot of movie studios, if they wanted a movie to gross a billion dollars, they would have to release in China. And doing so, you have to bend over backwards for their censors. And if you bring up Tibet in any way or have a Tibetan character, you're not going to be released in China. And that's why they casted that one lady to be a Celtic woman. I mean, some people were angry about this. This was not really the studio being racist. It's the studio being opportunistic. And that doesn't excuse it at all. I do not approve of this in any way. I'd rather just have the Tibetan person. Even if you change the gender of it, I'm not familiar with the character at all, so it wouldn't be any big deal. Next one. Is that the Scarlet Witch? It shows a Romani character. Hey, you know, it's the one time, it's the opposite of how things are going in movies. So you had a person of color character replaced by a redhead character. Usually it's the other way around, because, I mean, Mary Jane and Ariel, so... I mean, Scarlet Witch, no one really heard of her anyway. They probably should have gotten a Romani actress instead. I haven't watched anything with Scarlet Witch, really, so I can't really form an opinion. You might as well, sh you should have done it anyway. Europeans hate Romani people. They pretend that America is the most racist country, but where do they learn it from? Yeah, you guys. Okay. At the bottom, it shows Ariel, where the character is white, and now she's being cast by an African-American. And then it shows the Wojak guy getting mad. Okay. okay, a lot of these, they had backlash. So if you're pretending that this is the first time so there was backlash over a character, the race being changed. You don't remember a lot of movies. You have this weird view of the world where 2015 is when history began. Well, at least good history. Everything before that was horrible and problematic. We've seen people angry about all those that I mentioned pretty much. So it's not like this is anything new. But honestly, a lot of this is the studio. One of the things that I brought up for two of these people listed was they wanted to have star power and they just, there were not many actors at the time who had star power who were of these racial or ethnic backgrounds. I'm trying to think, Taylor Lautner might have been too young to be Tonto. I mean, is Taylor Lautner part Native American? I'm going to look that up. We like to fact check. Okay, so Lautner was Dutch, French, Canadian, and it stated that he has distant Native American ancestry. Oh, yeah, because he's from Grand Rapids. So, yeah, it would be Dutch makes sense. And then the Odawas. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not sure how much Native American was. This is like probably 0.2%, I believe. It's not a lot. It's not substantial. Bad example. I apologize for that. Thing is, a lot of movie companies just did not want to take the risk in terms of casting someone they had not heard before. And that's why Johnny Depp and Liam Neeson got casted. And then, yeah, Doctor Strange, the... I forgot, forgot the character's name. That one, that was the company, that was Disney being a butthead and appeasing China and their strict rules about everything. Any references to China, it's meant to actually talk about their communist party and their government, not regular people of their country. Hashtag stop Asian hate. Really, this is not perpetuating anything racist or anything. This is just companies being greedy and they are not taking any risks. That's the main thing. So... There, I talked about the controversy. It seems like a, it's manufactured outrage. I think Disney did this on purpose. They wanted to have people say negative things about the movie so they could take the high ground. They're like, watch our movie or you're a racist. 
I thoroughly believe that Disney did this on purpose, and unfortunately, the actress Halle Bailey is going to have to deal with this. They basically are using her at this point. I mean, they might cast her in some other things later on, but this is not going to be a good year and a half for her. It's going to be pretty rough. I hope things get better. They, I hope they cast her in things where they can focus on her as a character, creating a nice world, saying lines properly, and all of that. And not talk about the color of her skin, because it's stupid that they're talking about that still. You know, at the end of the day, identity politics is used by the elites to divide people. And this is what Disney was trying to do on purpose. Honestly, the actress deserves better. She definitely deserved a better movie. Unfortunately, yeah, she's going to deal with a lot of hate for this. It's bad. Please do not hate on her. This is not her fault. However, we can definitely dig into Disney. Disney is definitely at fault. Disney is the one who keeps trying to remake movies that are just not good. You know what? I want to see them remake Black Cauldron. I think they could do it, but they have to be able to take the risk. As I said, back then, the movie almost got a rated R. That would not have done well. It almost got a PG-13 rating. But I'm thinking, if you're going to remake The Black Cauldron, I believe you need to take some risk, and that risk involves, you're going to have to show some violence. Don't cut that out. Keep every drop of blood, every sword stab, all of that. you got to keep it in. And, you know, maybe then, I'd actually be interested in actually watching a Disney remake as an adult who does not have children. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great weekend. Bye.